Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi there, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Welcome to the final episode, the part three of 36 Rich Habits Followed by Wealthy and Successful People. So if you haven't uh, seen the the first uh, uh, 24, then then check them out on on the previous episodes, either on my YouTube channel, Charles Kelly Money Tips Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, or on on Facebook and Instagram and and, and many other uh, podcast platforms. Do check out my free training in and, and links in, in, in the links below. And don't forget to like, subscribe and share to get it out there to more people because this is this is free training. Now, this is based on my observations that the, the, the hundreds of books and courses I've attended, the people I've met and the people I know right now and, and through observation and reading and studying. Uh, and this is not necessarily the only list. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of things, you know, I'd, habits that maybe some wealthy people don't follow or, or there's other things that they do follow. Uh, but this is only my observation. I'm not saying that all of them follow every one of these and you don't have to follow every one of these to, to improve your life. Just maybe changing a few things in your life may, may make a huge difference. Um, and, and especially if you're following the, the, the other list of the, the, the 36 habits that unsuccessful people follow. <laughs> so I didn't want to go through that kind of list because it, it is a bit negative, you know, but uh, there is a list there of, of things you can do to be unsuccessful and have a, have a bad life. Uh, but if you're following some of those, maybe you could change to these these things. OK, so let, let's get right into it. Um, the, the, I think the last one I said on the, the last this is that they are leaders in one form or another and lead by example. They get along with people. And, and number 25, then, is that they have strong values, uh, maybe a moral code or a faith, a religious belief. In fact, many of them I know do have a religious belief. Many, many I know do not have any religious belief. I'm I'm not preaching one thing or another, but they generally have uh, a strong moral code and and values in their life. Values are very important to them. It's what they are. Their their values is is very important to them. And, you know, you you generally find that it just goes without saying that they have some, and that, that, that then reflects on, the way they conduct themselves in their their business, their life, their family life, the way they are with people, uh, you can see you can see it's something something within them, and that leads me on to the next point twenty six that they they usually lead law abiding moral lives. Yeah, they pay their taxes, uh, they deal honestly in their business, and again this goes back to you know what I wrote about in my book. Yes, money can buy you happiness. It goes back to that thing that all rich people are bad and evil and the way they're depicted in the movies and on TV, that it's always the businessman, uh, the evil guy that's trying to uh, cut someone's throat, you know, or rip them off, that sort of thing. Rip off merge, like programs like Rip Off Britain, you know, the BBC show. Um, and, you know, this J.R. Ewing, that kind of character, that's the way the wealthy are portrayed. But in general, 
Uh, I, I found that's not the case, that they're not all like that. There are a few difficult people that, yes, there are a few, but I'm talking about they usually uh, lead good lives, law-abiding lives. Yeah, yeah, there are a few crooks who, who, who get rich quick and, and they, they get caught in the Jeffrey Epsteins of this world and, and, and those sort of people. Yeah, horrible people. But I'm talking about in general, they, they, they're usually building a business, working hard, providing a service. Jeff Bezos provides a service through Amazon. He provides a service to help you know, millions of small entrepreneurs get wealthy through using Amazon as their front, their store. So that's what, why he got rich. He didn't get rich by ripping off people. Yeah, uh, You might have other views on him, but that's what I wrote about in, 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 my, in my books. Uh, and, and, and you should think about that. Because if you think all rich people are evil, then why would you want to be wealthy yourself? If you think money is evil, then, you know, and, and this for the roots of the, the love of money is, is all evil. I wrote about this as well. It's, it's a misquoted thing. It, it, it's not money is the root of all evil. It's for the love of money is the root of all evil. If you worship money and, and these things get lost in translation as well. Perhaps it was written in ancient Hebrew or Greek or something. By the time it gets gets translated several times it comes out as oh money is the root of all evil it's just not true money in itself is it's just matter it's just energy it cannot be evil or bad you can do good things with money you can do bad things with money uh it, it money in itself is is not actually evil it's an energy that's flowing and uh, around us and you know if you if you go into busy city centers you can see that the the energy you can feel the energy because it's, it's the, the energy of money flowing between people and providing services Okay, number 27 is that they have a congruency in their life um, and, and they live by their own beliefs and, and their own standards. Um, congruency means that they, they have um, a, a sort of pattern, I guess, uh, that their, their work is congruent with their value. Uh, it's not in conflict with their value. Uh, the things they do is, is congruent with, with their, their values and their, their family lives. And, and they'll live by their, their own standards, not following Every you know, they jump here and jump there and follow this and follow that. They they tend to have a relaxed, calm manner and and uh, a good moral code, as I've I've talked about in previous tips. Um, and and they live live by that. And number twenty eight is that they have a clear vision. Uh, leaders have a vision. You know, managers manage things. Leaders create the vision and 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 lead things forward. And they seem to know where they're going. They all seem to know exactly where they're going. You know, if you ask them, you know, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm, I've got this plan in place, um, you know, and they, they just seem to know where they're going. Um, less successful people are they're, they're going here, they're going there. What am I going to do next? I, I don't know. This hasn't worked out. I'll, I'll try this now. I'll try that, you know, but successful people, you know, they're just working away, perhaps quietly, confidently in, in a relaxed manner. But with that, with that energy, though, and uh, working towards their, their clear vision. Now, number 29 is, is important too. They, the people around them know what the vision is and they make sure that the people are allow, around them are aligned with that vision. So they're not going this way and, and the employees are going that way or the team is going that way and they're, go, and, and they're, they're taking people with them. It's, and it's important to take your family with you as well, uh, that you're not leaving them behind while you're chasing your dream. Uh, so, so that's what I found is that they, they have, a, as I said in previous habits, they have good family lives and you know that that tends to be because they're, they're sharing the same vision with with them number 30 is that they have clear primary 
long-term goals and short-term goals, but they have these goals. They have something that they're working towards. Um, you know, all, all successful people I know have had goals in their life. And it, it, it you very rarely just sort of happened by accident. Oh, well, I just came here one day and I was, they made me, you know, the chairman of, of uh, Apple and it just happened. I don't know what happened, you know. No, they have a, they have a plan for that. Uh, and, and, and when they've got a business, they've got a plan, they've got a goal for that business. And number 31, they write down these goals. You know, so they're writing down these things and, and that gives them clarity by writing them down uh, in whatever form you, you do that. And they will use some form of maybe a vision board. I know lots of successful, but they don't brag about it. But you go into the house, you go, oh, what's that? That's a vision board, you know, okay. It, it's it's just something that they have and it, and it helps them to visualize what they want, whether it be a house that they want, a car, a type of lifestyle that they want by, by visualizing it because we our mind's thinking in, in terms of, uh, visual things so it does help but they definitely have a, a a written down goal in in most cases that I've found and number 32 is they back up their vision and their action with with these clear goals but plans and habits that are congruent with with those goals yeah so it's all right having goals and writing them down and, and sitting looking at the vision board and praying oh the money will come oh the money will come no it won't you've got to take You've got to do something, you've got to put these plans down, you've got to write them out, and you've got to actually keep the habits there that will make you successful. Number three is that they, they have a plan, 33, they have a plan to reach those goals. And this means not just, well, yeah, someday I'll, as I was saying in the earlier episode, someday, this someday I'll place. No, they have a plan to, to reach those long-term vision and goals. That means writing things down. That means we're going to take this step and that step and that step and, and stick to that plan and make alterations in that plan if things don't work out rather than just throwing in the towel and giving up. They'll, they'll move with the times like a, a captain steering a ship across the Atlantic. You know, if they blow off course, they need to sort of get back in, on course. Uh, to, otherwise, they, they won't end up in New York. They'll end up in Newfoundland. So that, that that's called having a plan and, and updating that plan, not just having a plan and, and sticking it away in your, your bottom drawer and forgetting about it. No, you've got to work with, with that with that plan. But all successful people I know have that. So they have the goals, they have the vision, um, and, and they back up their vision with action uh, because without action, nothing's going to move. You know, all the, the meditation and, and all that stuff and the, the law of attraction, it, it works with you. You've got to work towards it as well. You can't just sit there trying to attract that, that money. Okay, so that's about the planning, the, the, the action and all that sort of thing. Now, number 34 is that within that, you know, all successful people would take the long-term perspective and they're patient. Um, unsuccessful people want it now. I, I can't be bothered to wait. I can't be bothered to study and do all that stuff. No, I'll just go and get it now. I don't need all that, you know. They can't be bothered with all that. They can't be bothered to, to pay the dues and work hard. No, they want it now. Uh, successful people take the long-term perspective. Now, that mean, could mean someone who's wealthy or someone who just wanted to be a lawyer or a doctor. They have to think you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years ahead. Uh, so they take the long-term view. And, and this was uh, discussed in a, in a Harvard study many years ago. Uh, successful people are prepared to uh, practice what's called delayed gratification and they've even observed it in, in children uh, from, from in longitudinal studies that if you're prepared to, to, to wait, and it doesn't mean wait and do nothing. It means you're prepared to put the work in and wait for success to come rather than say, I want it now. And the I want it now generation goes out and 
they, they don't save. They buy things with credit cards and get into, into trouble uh, in, in the long run. So they, just think about the, the long term perspective and patience. You've got to be patient. Uh, things don't happen overnight. You know, sometimes people overestimate what they can do in a year, but vastly underestimate what they could do in, in five years. Now, number 35, we're getting to the end here, is that they are persistent and, and they see things through and, and just don't give up. Yeah, Persistence means um, not just the, the old saying, I'm banging my head against a brick wall. No, you don't bang your head against a brick wall, but that doesn't, that's not persistence. That's just stupidity. It means you, you keep going, but if you can't against a brick wall, you find a way around it or you, you find a way to get through it, but you don't just bang your head against the brick wall, but they, they are persistent. They, they see things through and, and I've, I've noticed they have a, a steely determination to get through. Like they won't take necessarily just take the first no for an answer. They'll find a way of, of getting through that. And, and I've, I've just noticed that with, with successful people. Some people might call it being pushy. Um, you know, they, they, uh, I've observed this in many, many different ways and not, not just in work, but, but in life. I've seen how they would, would try and get on but without being, not being annoyingly persistent, but just by being patiently chipping away and, and making sure that they get things done. And as Winston Churchill said, never, 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 never give up. OK, keep buggering on, he used to say when that meant a different thing in those days. Now, number 36, and, and, and this is the final tip really, is, is they invest in themselves uh, and they usually have a coach or a mentor. They have someone uh, whether it's a formal coach or a formal mentor, they'll have someone they can go and talk to, someone who's guiding them and giving that bit of mentoring. They, they, nearly all of them I know had that. They'll all talk about someone that helped them in, early in their, their lives. And, and a lot of them are still employing coaches to help them. You know, some, some will have more than one coach. You know, they'll have a, a speaking coach. They'll have a, a money coach. They'll have a success coach. They'll, they'll, they'll have coaches for different parts of their life. Unsuccessful people don't. You know, they just go and do it themselves and, 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 and listen to someone down the pub um, rather than having a coach or a mentor. And as Warren Buffett said, the biggest investment you can make, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And, and, and he was talking about in your, in your education, but in yourself in general, because you yourself are a money making machine. And uh, as, as I was saying earlier, you've got to mind your business. Your business is, is your mind in effect. So are you minding your business? Are you investing in yourself and, and, and your future. And, and as I also said earlier, most people will never study or do any form of training or attend a seminar or read a book after leaving school. And, and they tend to be the lower end of the, the pay scale in life. And the 10% that do, it's only 10% of people go back and study, you know, they'll, they'll tend to end up in the top 10% of earners. It's not an accident. It's not a coincidence. So fine, I'll wrap up by saying, look, do you have a vision for your life? What is your vision for life? Have you written down clear goals? Have you written down plans for achieving them? Are you taking action every day towards achieving those plans? How persistent are you? How disciplined are you? As we talked about much earlier on. Now, when I say mind your business, what are you putting into your mind right now? What, what sort of stuff are you feeding your mind? Are you just feeding it with negative news all the time? Are you just feeding it with uh, rubbish on the TV all the time. I'm not saying don't watch TV, but you know if you're if you're watching eight, seven or eight hours of TV a day or five or six hours in that time, you could actually learn a whole new skill in that time. You you could do a degree in a couple of years in that time. Four hours a day 
is, is enough to, 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 to actually take a degree in, in the UK uh, using four hours a day, 20, 25 hours a week. When, when I went back and did my degree as a mature student, you, you needed that time. And, and so you, you can't spend all that time watching TV and, and get away with it, you know. So what are you feeding your mind? How many books are you reading? What books are you reading right now? How many books have you read this year? Um, how many um, podcasts have you listened to? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you listening to courses online? Um, you know, are you investing in yourself? What courses are you taking right now? What courses are you planning to take to help you get forward? It doesn't mean you have to go back to university. It doesn't mean you have to take a, a PhD, but you can improve your life vastly by, by learning new skills, new things, new ways of doing things. Um, and who are you surrounding yourself with? As I said earlier, successful people avoid toxic and negative people. They hang around people that will bring them up rather than dragging them down. Now, in terms of money, you know, what do you understand by, by debt? Uh, do you understand good debt and bad debt? Do you understand the difference between a credit card and a debit card, for instance? Do you understand how the banks make their money? Do you understand the margins that the bank have on, on things like overdrafts and, and debt? Um, and what plans do you have in place to build wealth, to, to build long-term wealth, to be, to be able to retire early or even retire late? What, what, what do you have in place for that? Think about it. You know, what, what, what plans are you taking right now to build your wealth? You know, are you saving any money or are you just spending every penny? And, and do you have a coach or a mentor? Do you have someone who's helping you through this? Now, as I said, the rich and successful people always have coaches and mentors. They take courses. They never stop learning. So if you want to change the way you're doing, if you're not doing that right now, check out some of my free training below. Um, again, it's free. You just click on it and you, you can you can watch free training by, by me. So what have you got to lose by that? You know, um, so do that. And, and check out some of my other episodes on, on the podcast that I do on iTunes, Spotify and on, on YouTube, Charles Kelly Money Tips podcast. And I will see you again in the next episode. In the meantime, have a great day uh, and, and be safe out there and, and do check out all of that training and check out the previous episodes. I'll, I'll see you soon on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.